Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and tuning up. This is Scott Jensen with my Ancient Wisdom Modern Health Podcast. Here, I share and explain how to get and stay healthy with Tai Chi, Qigong, and Kung Fu. Mixing interviews with incredible people and my own insights and experiences, we look for timeless wisdom and proven practices to be healthy and happy today. Hello, everybody. For those of us on the West Coast of the United States, in addition to suffering from the pandemic, we've just been subjected to massive forest fires generating vast clouds of smoke. And while we were starting to get outside and exercise a bit and lift our pandemic sheltering, we've now been forced back inside, unable to even go out into our own backyards to practice. What should we do? Work out anyways. That's my suggestion. Before we begin, I would like to encourage you to go to 10,000victories.com slash newsletter and sign up for our newsletter so that you can receive information about our upcoming free Immune Booster webinar. We've got some great information about the lungs. Many of these topics we will discuss in detail, and we will teach you a number of exercises that you can do to help improve the health of your lungs. So go to our website, sign up for the newsletter, and keep your eyes open. The newsletter comes out every single week with a new episode of our podcast. In addition, we usually have other articles and sometimes other fun videos and photo sets. You can also check our show notes for a link to the newsletter so you can sign up that way as well. When things are stressful, when things are difficult, when we get very busy, the first thing people do is drop their workouts. They stop exercising, focus on all those other extremely important things. Yet the truth is, when we're under stress is when we need those workouts the most. Fear, anger, and other types of stress are intense emotional states, and we can't maintain them for long without really affecting our health. The first step is to realize that you are stressed, that you are experiencing fear or anger. This sounds like a very simple thing to say, but I believe we've all heard someone shout, I'm not angry before. It's very easy for us to be caught up in the intensity of the moments that we're experiencing and be at the mercy of our emotional reactions. However, what we would like to do is to turn that circle around, to realize that we are angry, that we are afraid, that things are happening that are beyond our control and they're difficult for us to deal with, and then to calm down. This is very important for your health. It's very important for your clear thinking. It's important for your emotional well-being. And it's important for everyone else in your life that you're able to stay healthy, that you're able to be calm, and that you're able to provide them the intellectual and emotional support that will help them as well. 
So take a moment, stop, be reflective, breathe, think, calm yourself and keep breathing some more. Then systematically loosen and open up your body. Restore your balance, restore your calm, and restore your center. This will lead to clarity, to sound decision-making, and to appropriate responses to the situations you find yourself in. There's a big difference between thinking and acting. I can look at my hand and think, rise up, grasp something, lift it. I can think those thoughts all day long and my hand will stay sitting there on the table. What I need in addition to the thought or the idea of lifting my hand is the actual will to move it. If we combine the idea and the willpower, then we have action. If the chalice of immortality, the holy grail itself, is sitting on the table in front of you, you still have to reach out your hand, lift it to your lips, and drink the elixir of immortality yourself. (sighs) If you don't take the action, you won't get the result that you want. It might be that the true holy grail, the true chalice of immortality that we want to sip from is exercise. That when we exercise, and especially using the wonderful, systematic, beautiful, deep arts that we have to exercise, this is how we can restore our youthful suppleness, build our strength, relax our minds, relax our emotions, get back in touch with the deeper levels of ourself, and heal ourselves to circulate our blood, to circulate our chi, to breathe deeply, and to prepare ourselves to do what we need to do. The Holy Grail that we have in our Tai Chi, our Northern Shaolin, our Xingyi Tran, and all the other wonderful arts that we practice takes more than a single sip. You can't drink from the chalice once and be immortal forever. You're going to have to keep taking a sip every day. Make exercise. Make taking care of yourself part of your routine. Recently, we talked about developing a workout plan. For many of my students, they've answered the 30 days, 100 rep challenge and are beginning to practice. They've created plans about how they will work out. And I'm encouraging you to come up with a plan B, C, and D to make it happen. Some days you might not be able to go outside. So you need those alternative plans on how you can practice, even though all you may have is your living room or your bedroom in which you can exercise. So here are a few practical thoughts on how to adapt your training to a very small space indoors. The first thing I would suggest, especially if you're feeling very tensed and stressed out, is to take a long time with our loosening tendons and opening joints. 
Typically during a class, we'll spend five minutes doing these exercises to open your body. In the past, when I was working on deeply healing myself from traumatic spinal injuries, I would spend at least five minutes on every single one of those exercises and the loosening tendons opening joints might take me 45 minutes to complete. But at the end of that, I would be in a lot less pain than I was at the beginning. My spine would be far straighter and I would be incredibly more relaxed. This doesn't take very much room to do at all and it can have a profound benefit on you. For our Tai Chi students, these are my suggestions. That in addition to practicing your Tai Chi movements, our form is rather long and it takes a larger area. So to make it smaller and to still practice, one is, is you can still practice the form, but instead of taking a long step forward, what we do is called replacing steps. So if I was in a left bow and arrow stance, instead of stepping forward all the way forward into a new bow and arrow stance and advancing five or six feet, what I'll do instead is pull my left foot back and then step forward with the other foot, essentially switching which foot is in front. This allows you to perform your movements in a very small space. You can use this method of replacing steps also for your Shaolin training or your Xingyi training or any of the other arts that we do. Another excellent way to practice for my Tai Chi students is to work on the left side of your form. Starting with the very first movements, start teaching yourself the form on the other side. This will be an excellent way for you to develop the bilateral balance of your body to improve your ambidexterity and it will stimulate you to improve your coordination and your awareness in all sorts of wonderful ways. Another excellent thing that you can do is to really focus on tucking your hips, smoothing your lower back, and getting your pelvis in the right place in your stances. And instead of doing many stances, hold each of them, carefully tuck your hips, perhaps checking your position with your hands, and then breathe deeply and relax into the correct posture. Use your stances to stretch your legs, Make sure your knees are lined up, your ankles are lined up, and stretch away. Another great thing that you can do with your Tai Chi practice is to practice your kicking techniques and to simply practice lifting and opening and holding your kicks and your balance. Do a few on each side, keep switching, do some reps, improve your balance, and build a lot of core strength with holding your kicks. If you're one of my Northern Shaolin students or training any of the external Kung Fu styles, when we come indoors, I encourage you to practice all of your conditioning. Do all of your push-ups, your core strength routine, and focus on your stretching. Recently, we've had a massive heat wave. Heat waves are the best time to focus on your stretching. With all that extra heat, your muscles, tendons, and ligaments are softer and you can open up to new levels of your flexibility far easier on those hot days than you will in the cold winter days when your tendons are 
tighter and colder and your blood is more deeply positioned in the center of your body. So use the hot days to stretch out. This is also an excellent time to practice your stances, to get in your best possible horse stance. Practice your punches very slowly and carefully, making sure that your elbows are correctly positioned, not too straight, that your wrists are smooth and flat, that all the coordination into each of your punches is done perfectly while you're holding your horse stance, stretching your legs, and building strength. In your bow and arrow stances, practicing your palm strikes is an excellent choice. Learning how to use your shoulder blades to drive the power into your palms while you practice deep, perfectly formed bow and arrow stances is an excellent way to train in a small space. Later, when you have more time outdoors in a bigger area, practicing these fundamental stances and strikes will really show up well in your techniques and forms. Another great way to train for those of you who are eager to improving your sparring skill, even though you may not be able to train with a partner, is to really practice shadow boxing and think about your dodging. To get in a good stance and to visualize or imagine an opponent launching strikes at you. Very specific. It's coming straight from my forehead. It's coming straight from my nose, straight from my chin. Or it's a hook punch or an uppercut or an overhead downward strike and that you need to move your body enough to evade it and then return to a good position. Practice how to do your dodges quickly, efficiently, and practice with your footwork. All of these things can be done in a small space and will really help later when it's time to return to actual sparring. Another very functional thing that you can do in terms of your training is to hang a small target from a bouncy string or some sort of elastic thing. Get something light so that it won't damage things around you and then practice kicking it. Another very simple exercise that you can practice right now is to turn on and turn off your light switches with your toe. So for those of you who want to learn kicking, this isn't as easy as it sounds. If you can keep your balance on one leg and turn off the light switches and turn them on in your house and that's the only way you get the lights on, I think that your balance and your kicking is going to get a lot better really quickly. A lot's been happening the last few days, and we haven't heard from some of our members who have answered the challenge in our tea house recently. So we're wondering, have you kept up your training? Were you creative? Or was it a little bit much? Why don't you check in and let us know how you're doing, and let's all support one another and being great. So the key here is to have a will to train. If you have a will, you will find a way. The question is, are you going to give up or are you going to challenge yourself to be great? Are you going to be awesome? Are you going to use the opportunity that today is giving you to train, to exercise? You will have an opportunity today 
if you create it, if you plan for it, if you demand that you have the opportunity to train, you will create it. And then you can advance your skills and build your health, build your physique today. If you don't do it today, tomorrow, you won't be able to come back and do it again. We get one chance each day and it may be a little different than normal, but savor it. Find something special to do. Make these workouts very memorable from when we had to shelter in place. And this was how you develop special and unique skills during this time period. Thank you for joining me and listening in. Please remember to subscribe and share. If you have questions, please send them to ask at ancientwisdommodernhealth.com. Thank you for listening. Please be careful and take appropriate actions and plan what you need to do. And until our next podcast, keep moving, stay well, and be happy.